Instead of just saying, hi, my name is blank. And what I do better than anybody else is blank. And I want to do this for you. Instead of making it that simple, we have fallen into the trap of thinking we have to make it deeper than it is, more interesting than it is, or add more features than it really needs. And when you complicate your message and when you complicate your project, your service, your your product, then people don't know what they're buying. You have to make it an easy yes or no for them. As a matter of fact, you want to make it so clear and so simple that you're getting a lot of easy no's. Welcome, everybody, to The Chris Harder Show, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success, knowing that when good people like you make good money, they can then do great things. My name is Chris Harder, and several times per week, I will bring you epic guests, solo episodes, and every single tool, trick, and skill set you need to grow your business, grow your money mindset, and to grow your wealth to levels that you have never reached before. I've ended up in a unique place in life where I've got the experience, the connections, and all of the secrets that it takes to be successful. And I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Chris Harder Show, where we absolutely believe that both prosperity and generosity can and must coexist. All right, so today I'm going to give you a peek inside of the round table that I just finished running yesterday because I'm a huge believer that you can learn the most by observing other successful people more than in any other way, really, right? Like find someone who is already doing what you want to be doing and mimic or do your version of what they're doing. Learn from them, learn from their mistakes and learn from what's working from them. And that's really how the round table is kind of put together. It's 48 hours, 15 entrepreneurs, all in a room, like literally sitting around one person who's up there in the spotlight while we all problem solve whatever challenge that person's having in their business. That and a whole bunch of other exercises I've built as well. And so really cool things, ideas come out of this because the 14 other entrepreneurs and myself are like, hey, have you ever tried this? Or in my business, we've done X, Y, and Z, and I think that would work for you. And that's where like the big breakthroughs come through, getting other people's input because they're always outside looking in on your business. And there were a few things yesterday that really stood out to me that I wanted to share with you. So the first one was this, the first lesson or whatever you want to call it was this. You have got to simplify your message and be more obvious. There are so many people out there that have a great product or a great service that people aren't finding because you're complicating your message. Instead of just saying, hi, my name is blank. And what I do better than anybody else is blank. And I want to do this for you. Instead of making it that simple, we have fallen into the trap of thinking we have to make it deeper than it is, more interesting than it is, or add more features than it really needs. And when you complicate your message and when you complicate your project, your service, your your product, then people don't know what they're buying. You have to make it an easy yes or no for them. As a matter of fact, you want to make it so clear and so simple that you're getting a lot of easy no's. And I know that sounds crazy or backwards, but you want your product advertised and talked about so simply that people are like, oh no, that is not for me. Or, oh hell yes, that is for me. You want it to be that easy for people. When people waffle, when they don't know, when they think maybe that's for me, maybe it's not. It kind of sounds cool, but I'm kind of unsure or I'm kind of confused here. Then they don't take any action. 
So you want people to be a clear yes or a clear no on your product. You got to simplify your message, simplify your product to be more obvious. Now, here's the story where that came from. There is a stylist, a super high-end stylist for women. She was in the the round table the past couple of days. And she's awesome at what she does. But she has fallen into the trap of trying to take what she does, and that is put really great outfits on really great people in a way that they can't do for themselves, right? It's that simple so that they can be more confident. She's taken that message and she's tried to make it so deep, like, oh, it's about what's on the inside and we help bring what's on the inside out and and all these other feel-good messages that really people are missing the point and they're not buying enough of her service. She's up on stages and on podcasts and doing all the right things, talking about everything except for what she does in an obvious manner. She's talking about confidence on the inside, talking about you know how to heal things on the inside, talking about all these other things except for what she's really good at. And that is putting great outfits on great people in a way they can't do for themselves. And so we kind of shook her by the shoulders and we're like, listen, look at your Instagram, look at your advertising, look at your website, look at this time you're on the stage, look at your messaging. None of it is simply saying, I put great outfits on great people better than you can do for yourself. And I want to do it for you. And if you did that, you could get that simple message in front of more people. And if you got that simple message in front of more people, then you get a lot more automatic no's or automatic yeses. And when you get in front of more people, you're going to get more automatic yeses by default. It's just a numbers game. But when people don't know what you represent, you know, they watch four or five reels of yours, they watch a speech on the stage, they watch all these other things. If they don't know what you do better than anybody else, put simply, then they don't know what to say yes to. So we're like, listen, you need to remodel your Instagram. You need to remodel your message. You need to remodel everything you do. You got to show up from the mountaintops. Nothing more than I put great outfits on great people better than they could do for themselves. And I want to do it for you. And here's some samples of what I have done for people in the past. So she's going to shift to that. And I can't wait to watch the business start pouring in for her because she is so damn talented and people need her service. That's the first lesson. The second lesson that kind of came out of the participants at Roundtable was who's holding you accountable? Now, remember, these are high-performing people. Like these are people that already have businesses. They're up and running. They're doing really well. They're making six figures. Some of them making seven figures. But we all are going to fall victim to our weak spots, our weaknesses, to the things that we don't hold ourselves accountable to. We need somebody to answer to, to be our best versions of ourselves. That's a fact. We need someone to answer to, to hold us accountable. We need somebody to answer to so that we can measure, have I gone further from the last time I saw you to this time when I see you? Because when we're trying to do this alone, in the dark, in our family room, with nobody watching, we just don't keep the pedal to the metal. We don't go hard enough. We don't do the extra scary thing. Maybe we do the kind of scary thing. And then we wonder, gosh, why aren't more people seeing me? Someone habitually commits to really good actions, but then never follows through. A lot of somebodies do that. You know, there's this one guy that this was kind of his MO that was in Roundtable. Great guy, really talented, commits to really good actions. Half of his life, he follows through on all those good actions like clockwork. The other half of his life, mostly in the business arena, he doesn't. He sets up the plan, he commits to the plan, he knows what the good actions are, but he doesn't follow through with them. And so we do this exercise on the second day where you have to make a to-do list, like everything that you know you need to do when you leave there. And then we sort the list in a special way. I'm not going to share what that is. 
But next to each to-do thing on there, we make you list the most common way that you typically sabotage the things on your to-do list. Like what flavor of sabotage comes up for you the most? When you know you have to do X, Y, and Z, what do you think is going to get in the way of you doing that? How do you most commonly sabotage that? Because if we can plan on what might interrupt our success, we can then mitigate that which will interrupt our success and then therefore be successful. So we go through this list, we make everybody do this. And this one guy knew that he just needed to be held accountable or he wasn't going to follow through with these things on his list. This one thing in particular. And so he said, okay, I'll tell you what, when we broke them off into small groups, here's what I'm going to do. If I don't do X, Y, and Z by this date, then I'm going to pay you each $2,000 as a penalty. And I interrupted because I flowed around and I, I listened to the group exercise. I interrupted. I said, wait, this is not going to work. Here's why. Two weeks are going to go by. That's your deadline. And you're going to have not done the thing. And deep down, you're going to know that no one's going to make you send them that $2,000 on Venmo because they're going to either buy into whatever excuse you made because it's going to sound good, or they're just not going to want to be the bad guy and take your $2,000. So although this sounds like a cool accountability thing, it's not going to happen. And therefore, it's not accountability. I said, but if you reverse this, it'll work. It's like, what are you talking about? I said, if you send everybody in this small group right here, there are groups of five, so four other people. If you really mean it with this bet that you'd send each person $2,000 if you don't hit it, then you got to reverse it. Right now, you need to send each person $2,000 via Venmo. And then the bet is when you do X, Y, and Z that you know you need to do, they will send it back to you because now they don't have to be the bad guy. They get to be the hero. They want you to complete that task. They don't want your money. They don't want to keep it. They want to send it back. So they're never going to ask you for it if you don't follow through, but they are going to be eager to send it back. And so by reversing the bet, we were able to create real accountability. Sure enough, sent each person $2,000 via Venmo. And when he completes his task, he gets all that money back. So now the incentive is a positive one, not a negative one that no one's going to follow through on. I mean, how freaking cool is that? And then the third lesson that came out of there was that you're always one introduction away from what you need but you have to get into the rooms where the introductions can happen. I've got two specific examples that just came out of the two days that we just spent. One of the stories is this guy has created this pickleball app, this software that kind of not only allows you to create really awesome pickleball leagues, but it also allows you to track your handicap, kind of the way, I forget the name of the app in golf, but allows you to track your handicap every single time you play at any single course. And this is really important, right? So people know how good are you, how good aren't you. When you go to different courts, when you go to different cities, you're able to be properly matched up with everyone. And pickleball, if you don't know, is like exploding right now, like fastest growing sport in the whole freaking nation. And this guy's sitting on a gold mine. And the app is awesome. But he's having trouble finding the right ins with the biggest leagues that will use the app in order to get enough users on it in order to get the advertising revenue that's needed. And in that room, remember there's only 15 entrepreneurs when we're going around sharing what we need in that room was somebody else that after he shared this said, Hey, one of my good friends is going around buying up as many pickle leagues as possible, pickleball leagues as possible. Dude's super rich. He loves the sport. And he sees a future in this. So he's buying league after league after league. Why don't I connect you to him? He's a funny down to earth guy. I know he'd love you. So sure enough, they left there after a second day, connecting the guy with the pickleball app to the guy that's buying up all the pickleball leagues. 
And not just a cold intro, but like, hey, this is my homie. I just met him. His app is awesome. You got to check it out to his other homie. Those warm homie intros go a long way, but you have to be in the rooms where they can happen. This was sheer chance. These two guys were strangers on day one. They left not only friends, but they also left sharing a very key component for what this one guy needs for his business. So I thought that was freaking cool and unreal. But then there was a second story. There's a woman in there with an incredible hair product. I'm not going to give too many details around it, but an incredible hair product. And this woman has a $200 million company in the future. I just know it. But she needed to get investors and she's never raised money before. And she didn't know what the first step was. So she asked the group, hey guys, I need investors, but I don't even know where to begin. I don't know how to do this. What do I do? So we listed out here, you know, step one is this, step two, step three, step four. And step one was no matter how much money you think you need, you need real financials, real detailed financials built around your business model so that you know exactly how much you need. You need to know, you know, how much you're going to spend on your OPEX and how much you're going to spend on marketing and how much you're going to spend on your launch and how much you can spend on COGS and everything else. You got to have all that dialed into the dollar, not guessing, not predicting, but methodically figured out by somebody who is a pro at doing financials. And she's like, oh my God, one, I didn't know that was a thing. Two, I don't even know where to get something like that. Well, guess who was sitting around the corner in the round table? A fractional CFO that has done this a million times. She's like, girl, I got you. This is what I do. I build financials for people that want to raise money for their companies. Sitting in the room, there's only 15 people. It always blows my mind actually how this happens. The universe just provides, man, it's crazy. 15 people in that room. And the one person's like, oh, I need financials. What are those? And the person sitting around the corner from them says, girl, I got you. That's what I do for a living. And she's doing them for her because, you know, now they met, spent two days together and had that, that great relationship together. So those two stories, the guy buying up the pickleball leagues, being connected to the guy with the pickleball app and the financials so that the woman with the awesome hair product can get investors. I can't believe those two connections were in the room, but they were. So you got to ask yourself, whatever you're, you're wondering, whatever you're struggling with, whatever your, is your roadblock, whatever wall you're up against, you may not be able to solve that. If you're like, oh my God, I don't know how to solve this. You probably can't on your own, but you're only one introduction away from somebody that can. But you're not going to get that introduction if you don't get your tail in the rooms where it can happen. So listen, this is your invitation to grab the last roundtable spot. Hell, by the time you listen to this, it might be gone. But as the time I record this is one day after the one that we just did. There's a November 6th and 7th roundtable coming up. There's one spot left if you want it. Don't even text me the word roundtable. Don't even, don't even pause. Just go to chrisharder.me forward slash roundtable and grab that spot. If the website is open, that means the spot's there. If it's closed, well, you can put yourself on a waiting list for one next year. We're not going to do them until the second half of the year, probably. It's like, this is last chance, last call for last spot. Go to chrisharder.me forward slash roundtable. Again, that's chrisharder.me forward slash roundtable. Grab that last spot. Get in the room where these introductions can happen, where this advice can happen, where this accountability can happen. And even if you don't, build your own room, build your own group, build your own tribe, you guys need to simplify your message and be more obvious, but you need the advice for someone to say, hey, outside looking in, you're not telling people what you do clearly enough. You need more accountability, but you need the people that are going to actually hold you accountable. And you need these introductions. Nobody can build their stuff on their own. And I want you to be able to build the biggest, baddest damn thing that you want to build. 
but it takes a team to do it together. And I want to be a part of that team as well. Always cheering you on. Love and appreciate you listening. And by the way, share this episode with somebody. That'd mean the world to me. DM me. Tell me what you liked about it. All right. Thanks for listening. Love and appreciate you. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.